Tiger fans, welcome to episode 46 of the official Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club podcast, bringing you all the latest news, updates, and buzz surrounding your mighty JSU Tigers. I am the Corey C. Be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast to be notified of every new episode. Apple users, rate and review the show, and everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Twitter. It all helps the cause, which is the I love, Jackson State University. Co-hosting the show with me today is Charles Bishop. What's up, Chuck? Hey, how you doing, Corey? Great to be back with you for another episode. No doubt about it. And we are joined today by Jackson State Associate AD for Sports Media, Dennis Driscoll. Welcome back to Tiger Talk. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's always a pleasure to have you and. Uh, typically in a time like this, I would think that a person like yourself with everything that's going on with the pandemic and, you know, sports coming to a halt and people working from home, you would think that a person like yourself wouldn't be as busy as you normally are. But it seems like every day, several times a day, we're getting <laughs> we're getting announcements from Jackson State. And just, it seems like there's so much going on. So what has this been like for you? It seems like you're probably busier than you normally would be, if anything. Well, I'll, I'll take you back to the beginning of it. Um, you know, I have three kids, and they all had to do school. So a lot of my time at the beginning was was that. And um, now they're out of school. You know, now we're transitioning to just keeping them busy. And, you know, they've been inside for three, four months, five coming on five, on five months. So mm. just trying to make sure that – they don't drive themselves crazy and they don't, they don't drive me and my wife crazy doing the process. (laughs) But, um, you know, there's, with this happening, we've had to get creative with stuff, make sure that we're relevant on social media and in the community. And we've just had to do things differently and, you know, and that's okay. Things are going to change. You have to be able to adapt to the situation that you have. And we've, you know, we've, done quite a bit of stuff this summer that I probably have done in my whole career. You know, it's almost wow going on 10, 10 years in sports information. So it kind of proved to me that, you know, next summer we, we can, we can still do this stuff. And there's, there's no reason why you, you can't shut down or why, why you have to shut down over, over the summer. So now gave me ideas for, for next year of stuff that we can do to make sure we keep everything rolling. Sure. Absolutely. And then well, same for you, Charles. I, think, I know you saw for Jackson State and HBCU Athletics, so it's been the same for you, right? Uh, no doubt about it. I mean, I think Dennis uh, hit the nail on the head in terms of creativity has been the uh, uh, the buzzword, if you will. And uh, one thing that, you you know, we're, we're seeing within even our own production of, of, of broadcasting, uh, we've had to be creative on the fly. And we've had to adapt, and you know that's kind of the name of the game, and and kind of uh, uh, re-innovating yourself, if you will. So uh, it's been uh, a little bit challenging, but it's been fun. It's been fun to really uh, be at the kind of the cutting edge of, of, of new in, innovating things. So I think that's some of the things that kind of living in this time has kind of forced everyone to kind of do. 
Absolutely. So let's get into some of it. As I said, there's been a lot of news, a lot of positive and exciting news coming out of Jackson State, specifically the athletics department. <laughs> We've had Snacks, of course, winning an ESPY, which we'll get to in a moment. A.D. Robinson was the first African-American to be named FCS ADA president, and they both were recognized at the Mississippi Capitol. Also, Jackson State took home the SWAC Academic Success Award, and it was announced that Florida A&M will be going to Jackson for the football home opener. But there were two more announcements in particular that really got the fans' attention, and we definitely want to talk about those things with you. First, JSU recently announced a partnership with the athlete marketing platform Open Doors. So congratulations on that, and can you walk us through this partnership? I'm really excited um, about this. I really feel like this partnership really brings us to a new level and puts us on par with several SEC, um, Big Ten, ACC, Power Five schools. Um, so the, the company is about 10, 10 years old, and it's based out of Nebraska. And it started with a DM on Twitter to their, their CEO, Blake uh, Lawrence. Um, and, you know, we got to, to talking and felt like we could probably make something work post um ad about it and you know i had to sell sell him on it <laughs> and i'm, I'm grateful <laughs> that he uh is let, letting us do that so this is this is for the student athletes so there's there's a there's three different parts to this first one is photos so after each game um my, myself and my, my staff we, we receive requests from our student athletes you know they want their photos from the game and we, you know, we would text it to them. Um, we actually have a group me that we can send stuff to, send it on Twitter, Facebook, or whatever. But what this service allows us to do is we can upload all those photos into the op- open doors um, software. And then it, it gets sent a text message probably about an hour after the game gets sent to the student-athlete's phone where they have all the photos and they're um, high-resolution uh, available on uh, on a link and then they can do what they want to do. Um, and it includes videos too. Uh, the other part of it is, you know, with, with NIL coming down to name, image, and likeness, the athletic department is going to kind of have to know it, what's going to happen if a, a student athlete posts something and there's a monetary value to it. And we're able to, to track that. Um, so those are, they're two really, really um, key parts to it. But the most important thing, that I, what I love, is we can send a, a tailored tweet directly to the student athlete. So let's say, for example, um, this fall, uh, Jalen Jones has a, a big game, and we can include a photo or maybe a, a video, uh, video highlight, send it to his phone, um, and we can even draw, draft a tweet as well. And all he has to do is press um, submit, and it automatically goes to, to his personal Twitter. And in the process, that will grow his uh, Twitter account. Um, wow. You know, we have a lot of kids wow. on campus right now that have over a thousand followers, and recruits that are coming into, they have thousands of followers. So, what this does, it will help them maximize their social media brand. And to do that, they need content, and that is what that helps us do do that. There's there's never I mean there there's never been a way to really give student athletes their photos or videos in a accessible manner until now. 
and that allows us to help them with that. And I, I'm just really excited. Um, we've actually, if you look at Snacks, sent out a couple of tweets through him on his personal Twitter. One, uh, we're doing a, a uh, the combo golf outing with the WC Gordon Classic and the Ashley Robinson Golf Tournament. Combine, combine those into one. And at 5 o'clock today, um, I sent one to Snacks' his personal Twitter. He authorized it, and it, it went out there. So I'm just I'm, – I'm really excited to see this because it just takes Jackson State to a different level. Uh, you know, Dennis, let me follow up and ask a question in regards to um, – especially student-athletes nowadays being, uh, you know, being huge uh, influencer marketers, if you will, how important is it to have uh, this sort of platform for student-athletes at Jackson State? And does it become a recruiting tool, if you will, in terms of of high school athletes taking a look and seeing that you have uh, athletes here at HBCUs who are able to, uh, to advertise themselves, if you will? Yeah, I would say it's definitely a recruiting tool because um, mm-hmm. right now we're the only school in the SWAC that has this type of capability. And mm-hmm. um, they want their content. And now mm-hmm. a student athlete – or I'm sorry, well, on the recruiting show, our coaches can tell them, hey, after a game, you'll have your photos that you can be sent to your phone. You'll, you know, if you make a big play, we'll have a video of it and we can put it on Twitter after, after the game. Just little things like that in the social media world of instant gratification, um, that we we can sell that. And these kids that are are coming in to the program, they are they have their own social media following. So mm-hmm. I mean, you can grow it from a thousand to who knows how much. I mean, it could be ten ten thousand. An example that they used for us uh, was that Oklahoma, the wide receiver, um, CD Lamb. You know, it was drafted mm-hmm. by the, the Cowboys. They were on the Open Doors platform, and there was one game where he just had a big play, and his followers went up by 50,000 people over a weekend. And then it, mm-hmm. it just went up, went up, and went up, and, you know, he became bigger, and, he, you know, he had a healthy social media platform, and that brought in after he graduated in, or he went to the draft, he was able to have sponsorships and, and all that. So Open Door set up that for him to take advantage of it. Do you think this is something that, um, uh, especially from a local business perspective, they will be uh, in tune with uh, the social media accounts of, of student-athletes and, and, and look at wanting to potentially partner with those, um, with those athletes? I think so. I I, I mm-hmm. think you know we're we're still a year away from from that becoming a reality, but mm-hmm. I definitely think that's there because we're gonna have to know what the student athlete like, who they're part partnering with. Um, we're gonna have to sure. keep track of that. So um, I, it definitely helps. I don't know if you're gonna have every single student athlete receiving benefits or or something or receiving payment for their tweets or, but there's going to be probably a couple, you know, within the community that, that might, might happen. That's awesome. Wow. And when you came on the show the first time, we talked about the huge social media presence that JSU can provide for its athletes, but you've taken it a step further by being the first HBCU to invest in such a platform to build the brand of the player. So great job on that. 
and I know the players, I know they have to be excited because it seems like after the games, they can't wait to go on social media to post those highlights. So I can imagine that this will kind of streamline that process and make it a lot easier for them. What has the feedback been from the players? Or do they truly understand what this entails yet? You know, I don't, I don't think they know yet. Um, but they will, they'll, they'll figure it out once they're able to access the content and see what it does. Um, Snacks, you know, he's, he told me that he was excited because he kind of had an idea of what it was since he's been involved with this a little bit recently. And he's able to take a maybe a deeper, a deeper understanding. But when the app is completely available to them and they receive those first photos after practice, after a game, they're going to be really excited and mm. to see their followers um, go, go up, more people following them, more, more engagement. Um, I mean, they're they're gonna love it. So, here, my my greatest example of how we can make this work is you take Javius McGinnis, um, men's basketball player from Brandon, and right now he has only 500 followers, and we all know that Javius has crazy dunks. That I mean, just mm-hmm. ridiculous dunks. So we can for him, we could send him dunks after the game, and or a video of an awesome dunk, and it goes to his Twitter. That's gonna people are gonna see that, and then he's gonna be able to grow his brand. And I mean, cool. Javis should have more than 500 followers on Twitter. So Indeed, defensive player cool. of the year. Yeah, so that I mean, I can imagine once he's able to access it, and we have some pretty cool content for him, his followers are gonna grow as well. Man, that's, that's, that right. sounds like an awesome technology. Yeah, you would definitely. That is some great stuff. And speaking of technology, uh, JSU also announced a partnership with Blue Frame Technology uh, for its athletic broadcast. Now, this is absolutely huge news, especially considering the unknowns in terms of, you know, fan attendance and sporting events. So walk us through what all this entails as well. We work with JSU TV, um, and, you know, we, we had to think ourselves, you know, we don't know what it's going to look like this fall. I mean, are we going to have fans in the stands? So we know that we have to create a professional-level broadcast for our fan base, and that that's what we're doing. Um, J- JSU TV and JSU D- Division of Athletics have teamed up to make it work, so it's going to be a joint um, operation. Um, probably the, the majority of it will be on JSU T- TV side because they have the, uh, the people with the professional experience and the equipment um, but, you know, we're going to assist them in, in any way they need to, to make it work. And I'm really excited about it because we're going to be the first HBCU that is going to have the Roku app that comes with this service. So you don't have to go on a computer or, you know, your phone. You can If you have a smart TV, all you have to do is go to the Roku app, down, download the Jack State Athletics app, and you're going to have it available on your on your TV at home. And if if the Roku app if that becomes you know popular next year, we might be adding uh, the Apple app or the, the Android app, so on and so forth. If we if we see fit, um, we are going to be charging for all broadcasts this year. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be we don't know the pricing yet of it, but it's going to be very affordable. And if you're part of the the AD club, you're going to be able to. That's going to be in, included in that as well. So, um, you know, we're, we're, we're just really 
excited for all the new technology that we're going to be able to use uh, this year. Uh, Danny, I wanted to ask a little bit about the, the production features of Blue Frame uh, technology. Uh, I, I see the, there will be HD video, picture-in-picture. Picture. Uh, is that one of the, the reasons for the, the, the cost in terms of, 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 of watching Jackson State Athletics this upcoming season? Uh, well, we feel like we can't – you know, for a long time we've kind of given away Jackson State for free in some mm-hmm. capacity, like – Last year, we broadcasted everything on Facebook, um, you know, and with what we don't know what's going to happen budgetary, we, we we need this income. I mean, it's it's vital for the success of the athletic department in a financial way. So that that's sure. that's one reason why we're charging. And um, as for the the setup of it's going to be, you know, it's it's an, I'm our a Mac computer kind of acts as the central point of it and you run everything mm-hmm. um off that it's really it's really user friendly um i i use the software at a previous a previous school and and <laughs> i told rob jay this and he thought i was joking with him but i legitimately had my kid who at the time was eight years old and he ran my broadcast for me so it was an excuse for mm-hmm. to hang out with my kid but i was also got some some free work out of it so <laughs> my eight-year-old kid if my young kid can run this broadcast, then I really think anyone can. And it's it just shows that where we are as a society, how, how technology is becoming easier and easier to use. And it's just it's just pretty cool to see. And, and how important is it? Uh, you obviously have a vast number of fans that aren't physically in Jackson. Um, and like you said, we're uh, right now we don't know whether we will have fans in the game, but to, to have a quality uh, production, if you will, and a quality sort of a technology in terms of watching Jackson State Athletics for all your fans, how important is it to, to really have that in place? Uh, we, it's, we're Division One. That's like We have mm-hmm. to have quality. We're a Division One athletic department. We're a Division One program in the capital city of Mississippi. And we are, in my opinion, the most visible HBCU in the nation. Um, so with coming with Jackson State, you got to have something that looks professional associated sure. with Jackson State. And and this is what it's going to allow us um, to do. And we have to be able to deliver a quality product to our fan base because it, it, it's deserved. Our, our fan base deserves to be able to see their, their football team in a professional manner, like they're like it's an ESPN broadcast, quality, HD, um, no lag time, um, and something that's professionally put uh, together. No doubt, no doubt about it. And I can uh, speak on behalf of the fan base, and I'm sure Charles can as well. We are super excited about this. This is something that we've kind of talked about amongst ourselves as far as the the broadcast and how we can potentially improve it. So uh, definitely great job and kudos to you guys for, for making this happen. Thank you. Appreciate that. All right. And we mentioned snacks obviously earlier, and uh, he added yet another chapter to one of the most popular sports stories of 2020 by winning an ESPY for the can't stop watching moment of the year. So can you take us behind the curtain, if you will, of that entire process? Man, Snacks is a gift that continues to give. Um, <laughs> um, I mean, it, it's just the 
the whole process, even back when the shot was made and, you know, his visit on the Today Show and everything that's happened from that, it's just been a surreal experience. Um, so we we had an idea that Snacks was going to be a finalist for, for something. We received an email from um, ESPN at the beginning of when everything was, was shut down. Um, he was originally, you know, well, they were going to fly everyone out there to um, L.A., Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, as you know, they, that couldn't happen. Um, and then they, they kind of kept us in the dark a little bit. They're, they said that they're, they're working on something special, and we didn't really know up until when they announced that, that what it actually was going to be and that he was going to compete against, you know, 15 other people in the 16-team bracket. And the first round, we're like, okay, we, we can do this. Then when we went against Simone, we were just like, oh my gosh, how how yeah. can we how can we beat just not like she's arguably the best pound for pound athlete in the world, and wow. we had to, you know, you guys probably saw it on Twitter and Facebook. I know you received your your email. We had to get Jackson State voting. Every vote mattered, and we got the HBCU community um, behind him and. We were all out to vote for snacks, and we, you know, we, we lost the Twitter poll against Simone, but we won right. on the ESPY's the website. And then we went into the final four. We felt really good that that we can win that. And then when we saw that the Twitter poll was almost eighty percent in favor of snacks, we're like Man, we pretty much have it in the bag. Um, but ESPN they, they kept us in the dark of when they were going to release stuff because they didn't want anyone to really jump on it and try to take advantage of it. So what we all did was when, when SBs sent a tweet out, we put a, you know, a notification on our, on our own Twitter. <laughs> so when it came out, we were like, all right, let's get to work. And, um, you know, snacks has, he's done a lot of this on his own too. Um, he, mm-hmm. uh, he's his own, I, I was joking with him. I was like, so snacks, are you, are you a celebrity now? And um, he's kind of he's he's taken the ball with it too, and um, you know I, I'm really right. excited for him to see what his his next step is. But um, Jackson or uh, Snacks right now is the face of Jackson State University, um, and I can't think of a better person for that to happen right now. And he, he does this in a, a gracious way. Um, I'm just. I'm just pleased overall to see how everything's gone, and I, I have no no complaints at all about it. You know, Dennis, I, I can't imagine uh, being uh, uh, the associate AD, the sports information guy, for a viral moment. But when the shot went <laughs> through, did did you know your life was about to change with Snack? <laughs> um. So after that that game against UAPB, um. We were up in the Hall of Fame room because, you know, we did the, the press conference and, and everything that we do after each home game. And he was up there um, just talking to Coach Brent. And I told Snacks, I was like, you know, your life might have changed. <laughs> did, I think, did I think it would be to this extent? No. I don't think anyone yeah. would think that. But the next day, um, you know, I, I planned because I was on a Monday, I believe. Because I had to work the next day, so it wasn't a weekend. So I thought I'd taken the morning off because you know I was w- working late that night, and then my phone starts ringing at 
eight thirty in the morning and saying they want to talk to snacks and this was like, Oh my gosh, this is really blowing up. So then I had to, um, I had to go into work <laughs> I, <laughs> earlier than I thought of that, that day. So at noon, sure. the next day, you know, we kind of, we went up to the hall of fame room and we set up a, an area and, and snacks to, you know, his, his, uh, zoom and Skype interviews, um, his phone interviews, he had 10, 10 to 15 interviews that first day. And then throughout the week, it just got bigger and bigger and bigger. And I have to give a lot of credit to uh, my assistant, uh, Blake Weir. He did a really good job too as well. Cause yeah. we we're both getting mm-hmm. hit with um, requests. And then, you know, when we were in New York, basketball had to go to Al- Alabama. So when I flew back to Jackson, he flew into Montgomery right when he got off the plane, they had interviews lined up for that night after the game <laughs> against Alabama State. And then they did the ESPN um, game day say, segment in Montgomery. They had wow. someone, they had a crew driver from uh, Atlanta. And then go into the next week, too, with everything. And it just kind of – it was snacks 24-7 for about 10 days. And mm-hmm. I felt like his personal – we felt like his personal PR team. But, um, <laughs> it, you know, yeah. if Jackson State University and Jackson State Athletics took me to New York City, which into the Today Show, and introduced me to people I would never have a chance to, to talk with. And we've had some connections along the way that you've seen things like with Coach he- Coach Hendrick was on Feinbaum. Um, yeah. Coach Hendrick was on Stadium re- recently. So we're using those connections to our advantage. And if we didn't have that happen to us, we wouldn't be able to, to do these type of things outside of snacks. That's amazing. That's amazing to hear and to understand, you know, how uh, the, the snacks phenomena has involved more components uh, of Jackson State. That, that's, you know, really fascinating to hear. Yeah, it's it's definitely – um, it just shows how, you know, people talk, talk about the six degrees of separation. I really think in athletics it's more two or three. Mm. <laughs> That's understandable, no doubt about that. <laughs> All right. Good stuff. And, uh, you know, the JSU fan base really rallied behind Snacks to help him pull off that big upset in the bracket, as you mentioned, against superstar gymnast Simone Biles. So what does that say about our fan base? <laughs> it shows that we have – the best fan base in in the country. And it shows that when we get together as a group, we can accomplish anything. So, I mean, there was, you know, we, we got snacks that, that SB. Um, and then there was the, the campaign through home, home Depot where we voted and we got, we won the, the $50,000 to help our, our campus. Those are just, well, there are two instances where every vote counts. And if you come together, you can do anything. And I really hope mm. people remember that right now. They remember this fall in November that when you put your – I mean, we can do stuff together if we do it. All we got to do is, is vote one, one time and you can make a difference. Sure. Sure. 
Absolutely. You know, uh, throughout the years, the power of the Jackson State fan base has been on display with attendance. But to really see it uh, come through from a social media standpoint and to look at how our social media presence has grown over the past few years is really phenomenal to kind of sit back and watch and watch how this thing just continues to grow. So a uh, huge uh, uh, kudos to the Jackson State uh, fan base for what they continue to do. Best fan base in the country. No doubt about it. <laughs> and you also mentioned joking with Snacks about being a celebrity, uh, but you may be on to something because he, he was able to get a lot of endorsements from celebrities, both local and national. So what does that say about Snacks just to have that type of support? Man, <laughs> when, when, when COVID, when this receives and we're able to return to some normalcy, I think you're going to see snacks in a lot of different places that that we are going to be like, whoa, snacks is there, or wow, snacks is, do, is doing this. Like I, I could see him just he's going to become. I mean, he already is a household name, but I think you're you're going to see him in some some areas that we we would have no, we just wouldn't think in a hundred years. My goal I told him was like, we got to get you to host SNL snacks. So uh, ah. <laughs> maybe in the future he can do that, but I think he has set the foundation for himself because he's a humble kid. He's a good kid. He wants to do what's right. He has set a, a great foundation for himself, and I can't wait to see where he takes himself. No doubt about it. All right, great stuff. Well, we definitely appreciate you for coming on and, Obviously, you're always welcome to join the show. I know you're probably there's probably some more announcements that you have that you probably can't let out of the bag right now. But anytime <laughs> you want to come on, I always look forward to those Jackson State tweets and Facebook posts because I know it's going to be something amazing. Always, thank you guys. Thank right. you, Dennis. All right. Well, that'll do it for episode 46 of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Thank you to all of our listeners. And again, be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast. Apple users, rate and review the show. And everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Twitter. Leave a question or a comment while you're at it, and we'll be sure to read it on air. I can't stress the importance of this enough. We're looking to do some big things with this platform to aid the athletics department, and it all starts with you. Downloading, subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show. And tell every Tiger that you know. We're on all podcast outlets, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and so on. And we'll be posting each episode on our Facebook and Twitter pages. As always, thank you for your support. Go Tigers! Hashtag the I love.